the girl stared, her eyes as wide as soup plates. Slowly, tentatively, she waved back, though she didn't return his smile. At the Villa Diodati, Frau Moritz, the housekeeper, was standing on the kitchen steps. The sight of her there, hands on generous hips, made Felix's spirits sink because he knew she was waiting for him. Since Lord Byron's announcement at breakfast of his plans for tonight's gathering, she'd been in a terrible spin. And the person who bore the brunt of it, as ever, was Felix. You took your time, she observed. Frau Moritz liked to run her household as smoothly and precisely as a Swiss clock. Everyone had their place, did their proper work. Even on the outside, the Villa Diodati had that same air of routine. It was a big, square, imposing house with shuttered windows and steep gardens lined with cypress trees. If a house could sit sensibly, then Diodati did so in its place on the hillside above the lake named Geneva, after the nearby town. It struck Felix as slightly odd that Lord Byron, with his wild reputation, should spend his summer at such an orderly house. Yet he was a man of many sides, as Felix was quickly learning. No more dallying, Frau Moritz said. We need wood brought in for the fires. Quickly now, my boy. Nodding, Felix pressed his lips shut. He wasn't her boy, nor was he anyone else's. Those days were disappearing fast. When the colour of a person's skin gave them rights over others. That's what Lord Byron said. It was the fashion in England, so his master told him, for gentlemen to have a black footman. And it was good work, too, with smart uniforms and decent pay and a chance to mix with society's finest. Which wasn't a thing Felix had thought possible before now. Frau Moritz had hired him from the marketplace in Geneva, where she'd found him amongst the salamis and pickled vegetables, looking dazed. He'd travelled months and many long miles from America to the French coast and when his ship docked at Calais, he rode the first cart heading south. He never meant to end up somewhere so cold. Frau Moritz's offer of work wasn't charity as such. True, he was skinny and filthy and desperate for a job. Truer still was her keen eye for a bargain, since no one round here would pay much for a black servant. Then Lord Byron arrived for the summer months. He brought with him his doctor, John Polidori, and soon afterwards the Shelleys and Miss Claremont took lease of the villa next door. Felix had never met people like them. They opened his eyes to a world of possibilities. He began to hope for better. Most of all, he dreamed of his master taking him back to London in the autumn as his footman. And so he set himself a mission this summer to prove himself worthy of the role. With his log basket now filled, Felix headed back inside. Climbing the kitchen steps, he felt a sudden twinge in the scar just below his left elbow. The scar was shaped like a ragged letter S. Mostly, he kept it hidden under his shirt sleeve in case of questions. Not that he'd run away from America. He'd sailed to Europe a free person, and he'd worked hard for that freedom too. Yet, feeling the twinge stopped him in his tracks. He blinked up at the sky. Pain like this meant a storm was on its way, though currently the morning was still fine. Even the comet that had hung over them these last months was fading so fast it looked no more than a wisp of smoke. Yet from the west, a bank of cloud was blooming. The smell of rain was already in the air. Felix shuddered with delight. With a storm as the backdrop, he could only imagine how incredible tonight's ghost stories would sound. Inside at the kitchen table, 
Frau Moritz's daughter, Agatha, was peeling potatoes. She pretended to ignore Felix. Her head bowed with its thick brown plait of hair pinned from ear to ear was all he saw. Yet still he felt her eyes slide over him. Will you tell him, Mama, or shall I? She called to Frau Moritz, who was at the stove. Tell me what? Felix stopped, rescuing the log basket on his hip. Agatha looked up. He glanced between her round, waxy face and Frau Moritz's flushed one. Wiping her hands on her apron, Frau Moritz joined her daughter at the table. This gathering tonight of Lord Byron's. It's meant all manner of extra work for us. There's to be a supper for his lordship and his... She looked disapproving. Friends. Felix nodded eagerly. They're telling ghost stories, yes. I'll do the serving if you like. No, Mama. Agatha cut across. You promised me.